0: six miles to Chicago, got a full tank of
1: gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's
0: dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. What up world, welcome to the Fives of the Week podcast, this is your Championship Sunday special, coming to you live, it's your boy Philly, so on the horn right now, I got my boy Andrew checking in, it's about time I got you on the phone, how you doing bro?
1: Hey Philly, coming off a wild divisional round. I'm, I'm feeling the feeling the energy, man. Woo.
0: Man, when was the last time you had a, a, a weekend of football like that where every game was basically decided on the last play of the game?
1: Oh, I can't recall. I was texting some friends and saying, I, I think this is the best divisional round ever. And, like, who even says that? I mean, I don't think anybody ever looks at the divisional round as a whole because you, you get some blowouts, you get some predictable games. Not the case with this week. It was just just thrilled game after game after game.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it just got better and better. Uh, you know, Cincy and Tennessee, you know, I, I really thought Tennessee was going to pull that one out. But Joe Burrow, it, I mean, just amazing. Uh, you know, Cincinnati, definitely a dark horse, and they had already beaten KC earlier in the year, so I feel like you can't really say they're a huge underdog. I think both games are going to be highly competitive. And then you go to the next one, you know, that night where Green Bay is just, you know, again, knocked out in the first playoff game, being the number one seed.
1: Oh, Aaron Rodgers just didn't see it coming. Didn't think it was going to end like that. But a legacy like his, which is so storied, the first ballot of Hall of Famer, legacies are truly made in the playoffs. And this will always be a stain on his legacy. Now, look, it takes, it takes 11 guys on both sides of the ball, right? But Aaron Rodgers is one of the best to ever do it. And, you know, you, you had the whole game to put something together, anything together. And uh, <laughs> great regular season player, overrated in the playoffs.
0: Yep, absolutely. And then, um, you know, you got Stafford going down there and beating Tom Brady, uh, coming up with huge plays. And like you were saying before we went on air, uh, Tom Brady almost did it again with the ghost squad that he didn't have, you know, a lot of weapons at his disposal. No Godwin, no Brown. Um, it was definitely a different team. But with when you have that guy on the field, I mean, there's always a shot. He damn near proved it again. Um, but let's face it, too, I really felt like the Rams almost tried to give that one away with you know cam Akers fumbling twice cooper cup fumbling coming up short on a 47 yard field goal that kind of stuff's just unheard of do they capitalize on that stuff the game's probably you know uh rams win by a bigger margin but still i mean hey that's part of football you yeah. know it's it just it is what it is so and he hung in there till the very end man it was a pretty amazing football game it was
1: it was funny man i had flashbacks uh, to to super bowl against atlanta cuz when it was i think it was like what 20, 27 to 3 I got up, and told, told my wife, I said, this game is over. And I went into the kitchen and I started making some meal prep stuff for the week. And the minute I started doing that was when everything started to change for the Rams. And just the comedy of errors began. And I was kind of like half watching the game through the hallway. And then you know, as time went on, I was getting closer and closer to the TV and abandoning my meal prep. And I'm like, of course this would happen. You know, Tom Brady's been through this before, uh, but one of the one of the plays that I thought was the most interesting in that game was when uh, when Sue tackled Stafford and uh, sacked him, and like Sa- Stafford rolled a little bit and kind of like flung his leg just ever so slightly at and Sue. Yeah. And Sue just gets up and said, you know, don't f with me, and they're jaw jacking, and I'm thinking like of all people to talk crap about
0: taking others it's right like <laughs> yeah Dominican sue man Dominican sue get out of here with
1: that
0: hey three different teams what no four different teams now it's still the same guy i mean you see i get it maybe he's trying to rile it up and you know it's his old teammate and all that stuff but he's still just one of those guys he's a dog you know he's, he's gonna do whatever it takes and you know he gave stafford a little extra on that because stafford was already going down you know what i mean he, he wanted no, to quite. let him know that he's gonna be there all day
1: well, Stafford was there at the end, and Sue can uh, go stomp his way to some golf over the, uh, the offseason season wherever he wants to be.
0: <laughs>
1: Hang out with Warren Buffett in Omaha, Nebraska.
0: Right, no doubt, no doubt. So I'm going to run through. The, i got Philly's five questions for you. Uh, we'll go down. You can elaborate a little bit. So right now, with the way things, you know, season ends tomorrow or this week for him, no matter what happens, is Joe Burrow a top five quarterback in the league right now?
1: Oh, I, I, you can't say no. I, I don't think you can argue that he's, uh, he's anything less than a top-five pick. Um, he, I just love his confidence, you know? Like, his confidence from being an absolute gem of a quarterback at LSU and facing the adversity that he did with the injury, coming back and having a, a real bounce-back season, and, and really being surrounded by some quality players. Like, that is a good team. And a, a, lot of, a lot of fans easily chase the narrative about the dark horse and, you know, uh, uh, being the underdog. But I think the Bengals have been a consistently good team all year, and Joe Burrows led the way. So, yeah, I think he is a top-five quarterback. He's got a, a lot of years ahead of him, but uh, he's trending in the right direction. And I think him and Allen and, obviously, Patrick Mahomes are leading this new generation of quarterbacks while – you know, your Brady's and Stafford's and Rodgers are, are trending trending out. So it's an exciting time to be a fan of pro football. And uh, and Joe Burrow is one of the game's top stars.
0: Absolutely. And I actually, there was a question brought up, I think, on one of our This or That segments from Grandmaster B, and he asked, you know, if you could only choose one, would it be college or pro? And I, I picked college because I found myself more enamored with it than ever before, but maybe it's because of Michigan's success this year. But this weekend made me totally want to – Go back and change my opinion on it, man, because it really is nothing like the best of the best. It's it's this is, it's just amazing, man.
1: I know. I yeah. I had the same. I was wrestling with the same kind of thoughts, and uh, there is nothing like exciting pro football. You know, playoffs or regular season, and we saw some incredible games. Uh, I know we'll get into it, but yeah, they both both sports bring a level of excitement that uh, makes them unique. No doubt about it.
0: For sure. Okay, so number two, Aaron Rodgers, uh, he goes down again, first playoff game, second year in a row. Did he play his final game in Green Bay?
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think that he's had his own plan kind of the whole season. Um, You know, his on-field contributions in Green Bay will be appreciated for years, but Aaron Rodgers' favorite topic is Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I think I think he wants to go to a winner and and part of me even thinks he doesn't even care about winning like he's made his money he has adventures outside of the league and I don't know if he really has the competitive fire more than he I think he's just an arrogant dude and uh, look I think he'll go to Denver I think he will win a Super Bowl there um, but he's he's done in Green Bay the drama is fully out there in public what happened over the last few years. And I want him to go because it's it's Dan Campbell's time, baby. It's the Lions' time.
0: Well, it's funny you you bring that up because I looked at uh, my buddy I was watching a game with and I said, if this is indeed his last game in Green Bay, you know what what, this opens the door for the Lions to kind of take over now because, I mean, Minnesota's in cap purgatory. They're a mess over there. They're going to bring in another new coach uh, who knows with Chicago, I mean, the bears are the bears. They can't ever seem to get over the hump, you know, in the last couple of decades. So, uh, the, the time is now, you know, and it's proven that teams can build and rebuild quickly. So it's not like a four to five year plan. You know, I think within, uh, three years, I think you're really able to kind of put a contender on the field.
1: Indeed. Indeed. It's, uh, it's, it's the lion's time. And, I'm tired of Aaron Rodgers torturing the fucking Lions. I'm I'm over it. Yeah, so and, he got he got what was coming to him in the playoffs. You know what? I thought back to I thought back to the last great Green Bay quarterback, Brett Favre, and how he ended his career in Green Bay. If you if you recall, he ended it in a dramatic fashion. He threw a pick uh, across the field off his back foot. He was the leader. He wasn't ever afraid to swing the bat. He yep. was a gunslinger, and he he ended. Uh, he fell on his sword at the end. But Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, his career ended there with caution, safety. You know, like, he was just in self-preservation mode that entire game. And, you know, he in low-pressure situations, Aaron Rodgers was an excellent quarterback. But in the playoffs, when the game's on the line, in the biggest moments, his legacy is cemented.
0: Yes, 100%. All right, so with Brady... You hear all these rumblings, you know, recent stories about how there might be a little trouble in the organization, how this could possibly be, you know, his swan song. Do you feel like Brady retires, yes or no? Uh,
1: Well, before I answer, I I observed that uh, near the end of the game there when uh, Brady – I think Brady was going to Mike Evans um, along the sideline. And, yeah, it was when Mike Evans got hit and uh, the ball went dead and it would have been – a. would have been a pass interference it wouldn't have been a dead ball but anyway bruce arians you camera caught him going he threw the fucking ball too high i think arians over the years here in tampa bay has been very critical of brady and most of the time rightly so um does tom brady at 44 need to deal with that anymore fuck no he's the greatest player to ever play the game
0: that's uh, true
1: you know and he's still playing at a high level and i think he may have thought a a perfect ending with back-to-back Super Bowls would have been it. But, yeah. you know, he's, he doesn't have anything to play for anymore. He's got nothing left to prove. He just launched a, a freaking clothing line with awesome-looking clothes that are way too expensive. <laughs> Maybe he should focus on, you know, making billions of dollars outside of football. Whatever Tom Brady wants to do, it's fine by me. But to, the short answer, I think it's over for Tom.
0: I think yeah. that's it. And I think whatever he touches in the future is definitely going to turn to gold. He's he's still the GOAT, in my opinion. All right, so moving on. Number four. So Matt Stafford, first year out of Detroit. He's got his first division title, and he's got just as many, actually more playoff wins than the Lions since 57. (laughs) Is Matt Stafford elite with these two wins, or do you think he's got to win a Super Bowl?
1: Is Matt Stafford elite? Um... (sighs) Oh, uh, a burning question for how many years? <laughs> uh, look, he made an elite play. He made an elite play at the end of the game to win it. Um, He's throwing to an elite wide receiver. Uh, He has an elite defense on the other side of the football. But if you paid close attention to the Rams this year, Matthew Stafford near the end was, I don't want to say he was a liability, but... It's like when he plays his when he feels like he's in a groove he makes mistakes you know he uh, no I don't think he's an elite quarterback I think he's a very very good quarterback and I do believe the Rams are going to win Super Bowl but I would not put Matthew Stafford in an elite class even now considering some of these these newer quarterbacks these younger quarterbacks that are coming up like like Josh Allen Josh Allen is a better quarterback than Matthew Stafford I would rather take Josh Allen than Matthew Stafford I think Josh Allen is an elite quarterback. But uh, Matthew Stafford's had a hell of a career, and I really hope he gets his ring, but I don't believe he's an elite quarterback.
0: Okay, fair enough. I mean, there's going to be a, a lot of different opinions on that guy, and he's still the most polarizing uh, now former Detroit athlete, and guys, you know, on the other side of the country now. But it, it's it's a crazy debate. I think arguments can be made on both sides, and a lot of people say you got to put Ws and, and titles next to that elite status. So, That I feel, but after watching Josh Allen play last night, I truly feel like that's an exception. You know, you look at Matt Stafford in that game. He played elite, man. I mean, again, that that game's not really as close as it is had they not fumbled three times and missed another field goal. You know what I'm saying? He did nothing uh, but make spectacular throws and keep the chains moving. And I just didn't like how McVay took the ball out of his hand when, you know, like I think – Someone said it on TV that you, you just got to keep playing offense. You know, you, you can't stall like that and play not to lose. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, it's, it's almost like the conversation is not even worth having about his level of play because now he's surrounded by so much talent that if, if you aren't good, <laughs> like be a base level of good. Right. And you're going to go very far with that team.
0: Yeah. And no. he's
1: that. Like he's that.
0: Yeah. Well, he definitely upgraded. And you know, I guess people root for him, myself included, because he, all the stuff he's gone through and the couple rebuilds he's had to endure and the, the ass kicking he, he he's endured here and, you know, and all the criticism he took. So I guess that's part of the reason I root for the guy. But again, super polarizing topic and we can probably debate it till we're blue in the face. But the last one I got for you is the fifth. So do you believe after watching that Chiefs, Bills game last night there should be any changes at least to the overtime playoff rules because I feel like it's a little a uh, little bit of a letdown that Josh Allen didn't even get a chance to touch the football in overtime and it was basically decided on a coin flip so I'll let you elaborate on that
1: yeah I was hoping that game would never end uh, it was it was awesome um, but I think evaluating the overtime rules is the wrong conversation to have coming out of that game because the bills could have the bill. I, I thought the bills were going to win it with, with going for two in regulation, right? Like they could have squid kicked. There were many different, they obviously could have played defense down the stretch in those final plays and right. busted their coverage. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I got a feel for the bills fans because all they know is pain. Um, I don't think it, I don't think the conversation warrants changing the overtime rules. Like, yeah, you probably could, but before that game, I don't think anybody was really talking about that being a big deal. If anything, I think the college football overtime rules should change because nobody needs a nine overtime game. That's kind of ridiculous. No, that's um, true
0: too. You got a valid point there. And I think there was a lot of bad defense played, you know, in the last couple minutes of uh, quite a few of those games, you know.
1: Yeah, but I could also see the argument of, especially in the postseason, like play the whole overtime. You know, like play the whole, play the whole quarter out, because it would have taken that game, which was already an all timer before overtime, to like a whole different level.
0: Yeah, that's that's actually my suggestion. That's what I think they should do. Just play the whole fifteen minutes, and if it's another tie, then you just go to sudden death after that.
1: Yeah, I can see how you you see it as a bit of, like, the air kind of comes out of your sails there. Because, look, Mahomes is is who he is. Like, he's one of the greatest of all time already. But Josh Allen just is a warrior, bro. Yeah. He's a a fucking huge warrior who is willing to put his body on the line in any situation to, to, to score, to help his team win. And he's he has got an awesome arm. Like God, I just I almost enjoyed watching him play more than Mahomes last night.
0: Yeah, <laughs> man, do they both ball out? So, all right, let's move on to the pick. So here we go. We got two left. You're at three and six, my brother. So you got a lot of work to do here.
1: <laughs> I know. Yeah. I was trying to get cute with the Steelers, knowing that they were going to get completely destroyed. But
0: yeah, you know, I mean, I'm a Steeler fan at heart, but I just I couldn't do it in that game. You know, I just that that team, even on paper, just looking at it, it Ben's you know, on his last toe going into that game, and it just they didn't have a snowball's chance in hell. But I could see it strategically (laughs) trying to get points up on people, so I get it. Yeah. All right, so we got uh, Joey Goatboy Burrow going into Arrowhead to take on Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey. Who you got, bro?
1: I, I'm gonna take the chalk with with this pick. It's the Chiefs, you know, for the three reasons you just gave me. Three three Hall of Fame players. I mean, can can we argue that? Like these three players are absolutely incredible at what they do. And um, look, the Bengals are my uh, they're they're pulling at my heartstrings. Especially because we're Lions fans, and they're they're living the experience that we all wish for,
0: <laughs> right? Um,
1: but I don't think it will be enough. The Chiefs are uh, an incredible football team offensively. It's just, it's yeah. I don't think it's even going to be close. I think the Chiefs are going to win this by uh, by probably two touchdowns, um, and they're going to go to the Super Bowl. So, all right, give the chefs, give me the
0: chefs. Chef's on the AFC. Moving over to the NFC, we got our boy Matt Stafford at home taking on the Rams' uh, kryptonite in the San Francisco 49ers. I think McVay's lost to him six in a row, five or six in a row, I believe. Is this the game? Is this the game? Who do you got in this one? I, mean, I can't wait for this game.
1: <laughs> uh, the kryptonite is right. Um, I feel like San Francisco is kind of like happy to be here after what happened in Green Bay. <laughs> you know, um, I think they were just as stunned as the Packers were that they, they were able to pull that out. Um, but the Rams are the most complete team in the league. They truly are. Uh, all three levels of the defense and offensively, they've got some things to clean up, as, as Stafford said last night. But I just don't see how, uh, with the offensive firepower, in Cooper Cup and uh and OBJ I don't see how the Rams uh or how how the Niners do this with uh, with this much pressure. So they've done it six times in a row. So I guess I do see how they do it. But this is <laughs> right. uh, this, this is the Rams' time and it's uh it's going to be the Rams and the chefs in the Super Bowl, man. It's going to be an amazing Super Bowl and uh yeah, my pick is the LA Rams.
0: Hey, I dig it, man. Hey Great picks, uh, you know. Great content, man. Thanks for joining us. I got to keep the ball rolling here because I got about four other calls I got to make. But it's good touching base with you, man. And uh, we got to connect again soon. I'll be giving you a call next week so we can touch base for the Super Bowl, brother.
1: it, Philly. we'll talk to you soon, brother. All right,
0: Andrew, be good, man. All
1: right,
0: bye. All right, everybody. So we got Andrew on the line. We got his picks. So now I'm going to check in with Young Drew. My younger brother, who actually went 4-0 and this weekend in his pick, so I'm going to hit him up and see what he's got to say. Yo. Young Drew, how you doing, brother? You're live on Fives of the Week podcast.
2: Yo, what's going on? I'm doing good, brother. How about yourself?
0: Doing great, man. Before we get started, I really just got to let you know that you're you're the leader in the clubhouse. You know that? You're 9-1 and one on your picks right now
2: yeah <laughs> i should bet some money man
0: i know right good job good job my parlay was screwed right after the uh tennessee cincinnati game so but um well yeah let's just get into it man so uh thoughts about this weekend
2: dude this upcoming weekend or just this past weekend
0: yeah th- not the one coming up just your quick thoughts on uh this the divisional round
2: dude a lot of close games man Holy crap! Especially this uh, last night's game, Chiefs versus uh, Bills, man, dude. Oh my god, yeah, that was such a great match, dude. That had me out of my seat the whole game. But hats off to Josh Allen, man, the Bills. You know, but like, like I said uh, to your son, uh, Philly, if you give Patrick Mahomes fifteen seconds, man, it's over. It's freaking over, man. Hey. But uh, man.
0: Mahomes Cincinnati. went down the field in thirteen seconds and uh in just about the same amount of time it took Dak Prescott to run a draw play and not let the referee spot the ball. I see that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But Cincinnati though, man, they're proving everybody wrong, bro.
0: Yeah, they're like the yeah, uh they're, they're the coming. dark horse this season, man. Yes, sir. Well, to that point I got Philly's five questions for you, so I'm gonna start it off since you brought up Cincinnati. Right now, I'll is Joe Burrow top five quarterback? Oh
2: man. Yeah. I say yeah.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Um, all right, number two. Is Aaron Rodgers done in Green Bay? Did he play his last game for the pack? Yes. Okay. Number three. Does Tom Brady call it a career? Does he retire? No. Oh, you don't. You don't think the goat's done, huh?
2: No, no. I think he he, he strives for that success. He he's, he's gonna have that chip on his shoulder, you know. I think he might go for another Super Bowl Super Bowl run, then retire. I bet you he would have uh, retired if he went to the Super Bowl and won. But no, I think he's gonna have that chip on his shoulder to come back again. Just try to get one more shot
0: at it okay fair enough all right now is matt stafford elite after one year out of detroit he gets his first division title he gets more playoff wins than the lions have since 57 and an opportunity to go to the super bowl so is matt stafford elite
2: yes sir 100
0: okay all right my last question for you before we get into our picks with the Buffalo and Kansas City game, with the way it ended, you know, KC winning the coin flip, going right down the field and scoring, do you think the NFL should take a look at their overtime rules, in particular for the playoffs?
2: No, because uh, defense wins championships.
0: Hey, it's a great point, man, great point. And there was a lot of poor defense being played down the stretch in these games.
2: Yes, yes, it was. You, you gave Kelsey, a, what, a 10-yard cushion, 15-yard cushion, man. Man, you should have known it was going to go with Tyreek Tyree kill or Travis Kelsey, and you, you blew it. You sold the bag.
0: Hey Dave, fair enough, dude. I I, I respect that, hundred percent, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you're the champ right now, so you got to hold on to this title, man. So we got Joe Burrow going into Kansas City to play the Chiefs. Bengals Chiefs at Arrowhead. Who do you got? AFC Championship.
2: I got Chiefs, man. I got Chiefs. I'm sticking to my word. I said from the beginning of the season again that the Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl.
0: This would be uh, three years Super- in a row. Yeah, three years in a row. That's right. Yes, sir. And I believe that was their fourth. Uh, they're going to their fourth AFC championship in a row.
2: Yep. That's insane. <laughs> it's
0: wild. They got a, they got like a, a new age dynasty going on there with that team, man. It's pretty cool to see.
2: Of course. Really exciting to watch, too, also.
0: For sure. And then on the other side, in the NFC, we got the San Francisco 49ers taking that short trip up to L.A. to play Matt Stafford and company. Who do you got?
2: I, I Even though I think the Rams lost twice, right, this year to the uh, 49ers, right, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, right?
0: Uh, I think I want to – yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right.
2: Okay. I think Stafford has that chip on his shoulder and the whole Rams team, you know, like – i feel like they played a whole different ball against the bucks man played a whole different ball game you know i think they're gonna have a, like a crazy game plan against the 49ers and uh i think the rams are gonna come up top man so i got the rams i got staff and the rams
0: okay so i just got off the phone with my buddy andrew he's actually got kc in la as well so uh hey man i appreciate your time i know you've been busy with school and everything love you bro keep good, your brother. head up man love you too. can't wait to see the championship game so be good brother
2: you too, brother.
0: Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. See ya.
2: Later.
0: All right, so young Drew, he was on deck. Got his picks. Leader in the clubhouse. Club. So he's nine and one right now heading into these championship games. I'm sitting all right. I'm sitting all right. I'm at seven and three. Andrew's got a lot of work to do. He's at three and seven. So when we come back from break, we're going to get Matteo.
1: You know 24th Street Pizza for their award-winning pizzas. From their barbecue chicken, deep south dill, and BLT pizzas to their Hawaiian barbecue, super veggie, and even chicken fettuccine Alfredo pizza, they have so much to choose from. But they've got more than just pizza at 24th Street Pizza. They've also got toasted subs, flatbreads, chicken, fish, pasta, salads. The list goes on. Plus, with free delivery in Port Huron, it's no surprise they have over a thousand star reviews. To view their entire menu and to place an order online, visit 24 StreetPizza.com.
3: Hello?
0: Mateo. What's going on? What's going on, dude? How you doing? How you feeling?
3: Feeling better. Feeling great.
0: That's good, man. I know you're down with the sickness for a little bit. You're live on the Fives of the Week podcast, but.
3: How's it going, man?
0: We got, we got to you check go? in, man. It's been too long, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, man. I had that
3: COVID 19, man. I'm getting back in my jiggy bows,
0: though, man. That's what I'll say. You got your swagger back, but.
3: Oh, yeah, man. I've had you low, too, man. <laughs> and I'm not talking
0: to <laughs> Well, hey, man. I got to say, you're actually in second place. So. The COVID didn't attack your football IQ, which is good. So actually, my younger brother, he's nine and one. You're eight and two, and I'm right behind you guys at seven and three in our bracket. So, congrats on that. I just want to get your quick thoughts on the games this weekend, man.
3: Oh man, I mean, how amazing! You know what I mean? Like, just to be able to sit there and each game be as interesting as they were. Like, you know, you couldn't even take your eyes off the screen without feeling like something big could happen. You know what A- I mean?
0: Absolutely, man. Great football.
3: You, you got to give it out to every team, you know. I mean, whether you want them to win or whether you wanted them to lose, everybody showed up, and I mean everybody, both sides of the both sides of the field. I mean, offense and defense for every single team.
0: For sure. I mean, and you know, heart kind of goes out a little bit for guys like Josh Allen who balled out, you know. But again, I mean, that's a whole nother topic. The defense that was played, you know what I mean? So. Uh, you got our guy Stafford beating Brady. There's a lot of the fallout that's going to come from these games. I mean, there's a lot that could change the landscape of the NFL. So um, I got five questions. Call it Phillies Fives. So I want to get your opinion on each of these. Uh, so number one, right. is Joe Burrow right now a top five quarterback in the NFL?
3: Joe Burrow is a top ten quarterback. He's a very deadly weapon. He has a deadly weapon at, at use. Jamar Chase, you know, and with a little bit of relief at Joe, with Joe Mixon. But he doesn't have enough beef on his offensive line to protect him to make him that top five yet i say if they build on that they're good but that right there is what brings me with the kansas city win over them
0: got you okay fair enough um aaron Rodgers did he play his last game in green bay
3: as much as his him on the internet will say yes i still believe that he'll be stuck in green bay
0: yeah, I wonder about if that because of, retirement. right because of all the things you know that have been said and done, does Green Bay play hardball and you know maybe deter him from going anywhere else? You know they may not might not want to give him the out that he's he so badly wants. Obviously, you know I just think he wants full control and I think you know you look at the last two years they lost in the first round after having the top seed. You know I think it's that's what happens when it becomes about me and not the team. You know what I'm saying.
3: Yeah, I mean, you 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 have the weapons, you have the weapons, and it's and it's been proven, but you're just not overcoming all the obstacles, and you just got to know where that's coming from. That may not even be on Rogers' end, and that may be the, half of the battle that he was trying to fight there, with with the whole management and the upper upper uh, upper management that's going on with the team. That may not be on Rodgers. So, is it somewhere in the higher end that you have to take care of business, or is it him?
0: Yeah, no, it's a valid point. And I just feel like, though, you know, to cement his legacy, I think he really needed another one. I mean, he's still going to go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, whether you love him, hate him, you're indifferent, whatever. Uh, his, ability, his ability on the field is just phenomenal. So that's not in question here. But, you know, I think he does want to have a Brady move and maybe go somewhere and try his luck, like maybe a Denver or Pittsburgh or, you know what I mean, a, a team that's got more of a rounded roster where he can go and compete. Maybe Pitt's not that. I know Denver's kind of chomping at the bit. Maybe that quarterback puts them over the top. We'll have to wait and see.
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean, with that, with that though, I mean, I don't think Rodgers at this point is seeking for money. So if he goes somewhere he has to go to a winning team, and if he doesn't go there, you know the backlash that he's going to receive. Oh, well, Rodgers came here and he still couldn't get the job done. You know, and is he willing to be able to handle that pressure there if he doesn't get the job done? who knows? So as of right now, I think he's stuck in Green Bay.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh, Number three, does Tom Brady retire after this season or does he come back?
3: He comes back without a doubt. Um, I think the way that he left the field was very honorable. Um, He had no no stress in mind. Yeah, during the game, he was a little pissed off, you know. Um, You know, the guys hitting him high on the higher end of his helmet and shit, making him bleed. But I still think that when I, when I saw a video of him and he was sitting there saying that he tried the whole sitting around and watching other guys play, and then when he's sitting there and watching these guys play and sits there and says, wow, these guys are trash. I know I could do way better than them. That's the reason why he still plays. And that right there just shows you that he wants to be a leader and build the team around him. Does he still need to try to find more pieces for, for Bucks? Yes, because right now they're damaged, they're broken. Antonio Brown, that's a bad thing for the face, but even though that wasn't even his fault, I think Bruce Arians is a big problem over at the Bucks. I think he stays with the Bucs. They try to figure something out with, with the coaching staff and or a couple add, add a couple pieces. I, I don't believe he'll win another, another championship, but he will always be that person um, going to the playoffs for as long as the rest of his career goes
0: oh for sure you can't ever doubt his competitive nature his leadership he, he's still the goat in my mind all the years i've bet against him, but you can just see the tenacity and i couldn't help but get a little pickled when he was coming back because the rams did everything they could to try to give that ball game away so oh yeah my
3: my asshole was pucker i was like oh my god dude this guy is, you know i mean when i when, when i thought that they were going to be down and out you're coming from a 23 deficit at halftime you're thinking this game's over he has no chance you know the whole whole team's morale is just completely shot. They already blew their nut. Correct. You know, and the Rams were still keeping up a tough, tough competition on both sides of the field, keeping pressure on Tom Brady, and then also on offense, you know, with Matthew Stafford behind the helm, I mean, what a game he played.
0: Right, for sure. What?
3: Well, Tom Brady down and out, you can never count against him, and he shows that right there, he's not out until the last second of the game, and that was one hell of a game.
0: Absolutely. So flip it on the other side now, it's going to be greatly debated. Stafford, one year out of Detroit, gets his first division title. He's got more playoff wins in the whole Lions organization already. Now he's going to the NFC Championship game. Does that win against Tom Brady right now make Matt Stafford elite?
3: You know what I? You know what I? You know what I'm really kind of mad about, and uh, you know I mean, shit and giggle, laugh a little bit if you want to, but Madden, Madden disrespects Matthew Stafford. Madden only has Matthew Stafford at an 80 overall. I mean, you're looking at all these other rookie QBs. You're looking at younger QBs such as, like, Kyler Murray, who's a 93 overall on Madden. I know it's just a video game. But that's just putting a lot of disrespect for a player who has a lot of capabilities of taking the game over. And he's proven it, he's shown it, and he's still doing it to this date. He is a great quarterback, and he's shown it, even for his previous team, Detroit Lions. God forbid we all hate that he left. But now we're all happy that he's, he's out there and he's winning and he's doing what, what should have happened here.
0: Well, I wouldn't say all of us because we know when we talk to Joe Hoff a little bit later in the show, he's not going to like it one bit. Damn you, damn you. <laughs> That's
3: his own problem. That's just because he, he's mad that, that Stafford's in Detroit and he's not.
0: <laughs> That's right, man. He upgraded. You know, He got the prettier girlfriend. He's got all the toys, all the bells and whistles now. You know what I'm saying? You can't be mad at the guy. He, he spent 12 years, blood, sweat, and tears, Uh, with this team, went through the rebuilds and all that stuff. And, yeah, they had maybe a couple good teams, but, you know, it's a polarizing topic, and I know we could talk about it until we're blue in the face. And, you know, it seems like people are either on one side of it. But uh, for me personally, I'm rooting for the guy. I'm happy for him. Um, I don't worry about draft picks because it's up to the the people that get those high-profile jobs to to select the right players. You know what I mean? No matter where you're at, whether you're at 22, 29, 32 – Draft good players, dude. All these winning franchises do that. So we got to get out of that loser mentality and start getting the right people in here and building from the ground up as opposed to worrying about where we're drafting.
3: Not even just great players. You get good players. What is the biggest issue in in Detroit right now? Environment, okay? Not right now, actually. Previously. Because right now the environment has a complete flip over with MCDC at, at, at lead right now. He's taking that whole team over. You see every single player in Detroit play until the last second of the game. It's very rare for you to even see that from, from, from a team, and especially a team that's been down and out and counted out for a very long time.
0: Oh, 100%. It's a
3: big environmental change, and that's what a lot of teams need. And, you know, you got to think this, this build back is not going to take a year or even three years. I, I say give it five years. They deserve that. You fired coaches after two years. You fired GMs after two, three years. It's just not working. Should we get rid of the Fords? Yes, I believe so. But that's not gonna that's not gonna matter. Whatever. You're just gonna have to bite that bullet. But the big environmental change was the whole coaching staff. The whole staff just everything changed. And it it's good to see and hope 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 for uh big changes coming soon after that with players.
0: No, for sure I'm with you on that. So you're saying Matt Stafford is elite?
3: I would say Matthew Stafford's elite.
0: Okay. All right, last one. Uh, Overtime. So, obviously, with that Bills Chiefs game, looking on the side, the losing side, Josh Allen doesn't get a chance to touch football in overtime. You know, there's a lot of arguments either way. I want to get your your opinion before I bring anything up. I was just a little disappointed that he didn't get a chance to get the Rock. Um, Mahomes gets, they win the the coin flip marks right down, score a touchdown, game over. Do you think anything should be changed to the overtime rules in the playoffs specifically?
3: Playoffs should definitely, uh, I would say, mark a time, do a time, do a do a half a quarter, whether whether you round it up or round it down, seven minutes or eight minutes, however you choose to do it. Um, seven seven minutes and thirty seconds, you know, that's just silly. Whatever, give it a time, okay. Regular season, keep it there. You know, ties is kind of what helps teams get above or or underneath other teams in standings. But for playoff purposes, you need to let these teams battle. They've battled all year long to be in the position and the spot that they're in. You're going to sit there and dictate a whole game, which, okay, I, don't get me wrong. It's a tie, okay, whatever. But you're going to let a game that, that was a hell of a game from both sides of those teams last night, probably one of the best playoffs games, you know, at least of the last decade. I'll give it to that because both teams played hard. A little bit of defense was shitty on, on Buffalo's side. Yeah, but overtime, you cannot let that be dictated by a coin toss. One coin toss, you get the ball, you score, that's it. That other team never sees anything. That's a very shitty feeling for not only the the, the team and the organization, but the players that were playing that whole game to be in that in that position there.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. I, I didn't understand. Maybe I would only. If I'm in that position as a coach, I'm probably rushing three tops, and I'm not playing outside leverage if I'm corners. You know, that way you're leaving the seams wide open for Travis Kelsey. That's what he does. That's how he eats week in and week out. And you gave him that that play right down the middle, and then bada boom, bada bing, kick to win the game, or send it to overtime. You know what I'm saying? The, the,
3: the, the biggest thing with, with Kansas City, and I'll tell you how they can get shut down here, is you double... You double team Tariq Hill okay? you know he's the fastest player. He gets a breakaway. You have that other guy on on extra coverage. Give Kelsey those underneath passes. He's not going to get many of them. If you have good linebackers, he's not going to get many of them. He's going to get a few. Don't get me wrong, but if you hold him underneath 100 yards, he's not going to do that much damage. Tariq Hill is the animal that you have to worry about, and you have to tame him. You tame that speed, and you you, you take that volume down from from him getting 150 uh, yards to – 50 to 50 to 80, you have yourself a good defensive breakdown there on that. I think that uh, with Kansas City, Mahomes is dangerous outside of the pocket. They didn't do a good enough job keeping him in there. They they rush on the inside, cause him to go on the outside. That's where you had his sidearm throw, and you know he's a more dangerous quarterback outside the pocket because he can run, he can dip, he can duck, he can throw it deep. If he's in the pocket, he's more under pressure, and his asshole will tucker him.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. That's the way to take him out. Yep. I was gonna say for overtime though, I would say play play that last quarter all the way out, and then maybe yeah. you know at, at the end of fifteen minutes if it's still tied, then you can go to sudden death. Because at that point, I get it you're pay, you're playing almost another half football game, um, which you know safety's got to be a priority as well. But um, yeah, I just I don't know. I, I think that would be be cool. But again, the defense like you brought up, that's got to be better, especially when you're Buffalo and you're the top defense in the NFL. You know you got to make plays. So, uh, yeah, good stuff there, good insight. Uh, so let's get to the pick. So we got Joey Goatboy Burrow going into Arrowhead and play Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, and the boys. Who do you got?
3: Um, I don't think Joe Burrow bits has, has exactly the full team needed to take out Kansas City. Yes, they're young. Yes, they're hungry. But like I said, that offensive line is going to be a big, uh, big impact on them. And you know, I think Kansas City puts the right pressure on them. Um, they're not going to be that dangerous of a team. So I'll take Kansas City by 10.
0: Okay, I dig it. Um, on the other side, so Chiefs out of the AFC, NFC Championship game, San Francisco, which seems to be LA's kryptonite. I believe McVay's lost the last six to San Francisco. They get a home game. Is it really going to be a home game? I hear that they're, they're holding back tickets, you know, in LA to try to, you know, not let the 49ers fans invade uh, does McVay and Stafford finally get over the the 49er hump? What do you think?
3: Uh yeah, I mean, the 49ers have that upper hand, but you got to think, you know, Stafford was 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 trying to gel this offense together. Their defense is already set in stone. You have dangerous fucking players on that defense right there with the right amount of pressure. It's dangerous for anybody in the pocket. I don't care who you are and we've seen that. Matthew Stafford in this offense, you know, now they have Cam Akers back. He's 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 fully, fully operable. You have Odell Beckham, he's making big plays now. Cooper Cup, you know, he was already your guaranteed player. And then you also have these other, other guys, you know, Tyler Higby at a, at, a, at a tight end position. You know, he's a very great player. I think that with knowing that this game's going to be at home and then the Super Bowl would also be at home for them, yeah. I think L.A. Has, has the upper hand on them. They're going to come back too hungry because you have Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. He's almost on his way out of 49ers. He doesn't want to be there. He has nothing else to prove. He was he was the inherit of Tom Brady. Now he's not. He's you know he been proven to be his own player. But at this point, he doesn't have nothing to prove for the 49ers' sake. He just wants to get this win for himself. I think Matthew Stafford wants to get this, this win for not only himself to prove that he was a great quarterback, But he's here for LA he's gonna stay in LA and he wants to get it for the organization I got I got Rams by 10 too
0: okay solid well as you know too it's especially in the NFL it's hard to beat a team twice let alone three times so I think you know I think they'll figure it out too Um, so good stuff man Uh, well hey look I appreciate you joining Um, I'm glad that you're feeling better glad that you're healthy man so take care of yourself be good I'm gonna call pops and Hoff and uh wrap this thing up man so great talking to you dude
3: all right
0: i appreciate it you guys all stay good and
3: uh stay healthy man
0: thank you for having me on all right brother we'll talk soon yep all right i'll talk to you see you all right that's mateo mateo coming in second right now he's at eight and two so we're gonna give his pops a call and see what hollywood's got to say about championship sunday coming up this sunday get hollywood on the horn Uh Hollywood Bandersnatch, you're live on the Fives of the Week podcast. w
4: damn you,
0: damn you, Hollywood's here. W, W. Yes. How you doing, man? How you
4: doing?
0: Hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> hey Tony, Tony Hey, tell Cam I need some more provolone, eh? Oh, yeah, you,
4: you wanna talk? I'll call Cam and laugh.
0: <laughs> yeah, tell Polly tell Walnuts to go up there and take care of that thing, right? Eh?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he, he, Polly was a little busy today. He had a lot of digging to do.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, if Pauly's unavailable, go talk to Sill. All right. All right, yeah. so big weekend this weekend. What a great weekend of football, man.
4: Oh, God. Fucking unreal. That's all I could say, man. Unreal.
0: Do you think that was one of the best divisional playoff weekends of our lifetime.
4: As of now so far yeah it's, it's it was a talk across the workshop all the day. Everyone's been saying the same thing, unbelievable.
0: It really was. So um we'll kind of we'll bounce around a little bit and get into that, but I got Philly's five questions for you. I want to just get your honest answers and just elaborate a little bit. I did this for everybody else. Um so right now as you see it, Joe Burrow goes into Tennessee. Wins a big playoff game, set two playoff wins already. Is Joe Burrow right now a top five quarterback in the NFL?
4: Is he a top five right now? Yes. No, not yet.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Um, number two, Aaron Rodgers. Did he play his final game in Green Bay?
4: Absolutely. He showed it. He showed no relentless. This in his face, the camera was on him most of the time. Um, look of a man that uh, no longer wanted to be there. And, and to go this far, and I don't know why. Just wasn't the same Rodgers, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, and you go two years, you're the top seed. You get knocked out. You know, all that's going on. I think, you know, it's it's been kind of a circus up there in Green Bay. And I just think, you know, it's probably time, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, this was the year though. They had a they had the team to do it though. You know what I mean? They haven't beat uh he hasn't beat San Francisco 0 and 4. Um whether that played something on his mind going in there 0-3. Um everything was in, in you know, set for them. Colder at night, eight fifteen game and everything. And uh I just, you know, a great season, but not good
0: enough. Yep, absolutely. All right, so This would be crazy if, you know, both these guys end up retiring. But does Tom Brady retire or does he come back next season?
4: Oh, tough question. Um, After watching yesterday, uh, Tom, he needs help on that front line. But knowing, and we all know, you know, know, uh, Brown being gone, Godwin being gone was a very big part. We all know that Mm -hmm. with that, that, uh, it showed. And what he tried to create at the end, he showed a true champion, a true warrior to battle at the very end and just fell short and, uh, take nothing from the Rams, take nothing from Stafford. Stafford had a beautiful game as well. I think he'll talk it over with his family. Um, I still think he's got a lot of fire in him. I still think that he wants he's going to want to play, um, and I think he knows that he went into a battle, you know, knowing that that they were shorthanded, and I don't know why that organization didn't go on and get another receiver before this game. You know what I mean? I I don't I, I don't get it. I I don't understand it.
0: I think they went and got. Um... Didn't they bring in uh, John Brown, but he was only there? You know, the, the real – I think he played for Arizona. I mean, I don't know if that would have made a big difference or not, but, you know, you also <laughs> got to get acclimated to the offense. Andrew, uh, my buddy, also brought up a good point earlier when I was talking to him. Did you see when Bruce Arian was like, you know, he threw the effing ball too high when he threw it to Mike Evans the one time and missed him? I think he was on a fourth mm-hmm. down. I think there's a lot of animosity there. I don't. I don't know if – you know, Brady wants to deal with that at this point in his career? I see
4: that, I see that as well. Yep, absolutely, I see that. Uh, like I said, now I'll say it again, Aarons are an asshole. And I can I see Brady going somewhere else, bro. As weird as it sounds, I could see him going somewhere else. You know what I mean? And finishing out another two years. Um, no shame in his game. And maybe win and being, you know – The first time ever to win, you know, a championship, a third team. I can see it.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you're saying you're saying no, not retiring.
4: I, I say no. As of now, no.
0: Okay. All right. Number four, with the goat going down and Matt Stafford going in there making all the big plays and the Rams upsetting them, does that win right now? with all that's been said and done is Matt Stafford an elite quarterback in the NFL.
4: Not yet. He's good. Not elite. Um, that, that de- he, has, he has a hell of a defense.
0: Yeah, and, for sure. Uh,
4: you know, he's put in a very, very good position. Let's put it that way. Um, I wouldn't say elite yet. I have to see more done. Um, out of a quarterback, you know, like being down, you know, you know, like Brady did, he came back, they were down 27, three, dude. He just kept barreling back. Boom, boom. You know what I mean? And just, it, that's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? And if he could do that, maybe not being down that much, but just making that big transformation, that change, you know, maybe going through this game and dominate because he had good numbers, but taking over the game. And then if he, if he runs into either, uh, which I think is going to be Mahomes, then we could have a discussion possibly about that. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I think if he's able to outdo Mahomes in, in the Super Bowl, then I, I don't think you have a choice but to kind of give him his flowers exactly. and props. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah,
2: absolutely, absolutely.
0: Yeah, it's a polarizing topic. It's crazy to think about. Like I was telling all the other guys, man, first year out of Detroit, you got your first division championship, uh, you know, you got more playoff wins than the Detroit Lions organization. Um, and you get an opportunity to play for a championship a NFL championship now and it's it's pretty amazing um polarizing topic obviously you know there's people that are on both sides um, oh
4: yeah. yeah by by far what I what I say to this this topic on on this part you know Matthew Stafford you deserved to probably go 4 years prior shame on you Detroit shame on you for allowing this man to go, okay, and I know it's a better situation, okay. We didn't put all the pieces around him like that. One year's not enough, okay, even though he go, he's gone over there. Look at the pieces that they got compared to the pieces that we had. And I'm not saying Kelvin Johnson, isn't it? he was no Randy Moss, he was no Cup. Cup damn near broke his record this year. That kid's phenomenal. And along with other guys, Okay, and the defense—we didn't have that type of defense. That defense, it, I mean, is bad. You know what I mean? And um, like that, Detroit is an organization that shows right there the Rams are in it to win it, and we didn't—we never showed that in Detroit, and that's the downfall of. It. But on the other hand, I want to give this new regime its props. So yeah. let's see what happens now with this. The old school Detroit that we were getting our asses kicked all the time. You never put, you didn't do it to Barry neither. You didn't give him what
2: he needed.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you look at the yeah. Rams too. Yeah, they, of course they got some big free agents in trades, right? And they are a lot of the pivotal pieces, but he was sought out and the Rams basically sold the farm from Matt Stafford. And they were like, this is the, the guy that could get us there. Because yeah. you see when he's with, an average to below average team you know he forces balls he, you know he's not uh it's tough it's tough to be in that environment and um and shine and now he's with a bunch of talent and yeah we've seen at parts during this season that he's went back to his old self and throw some bad picks made some bad decisions but let's face it he's in a tough division you know what i'm saying but it, it's just amazing when you have pieces around you which you're what you're able to do and that's the thing about it too it's like not only am I happy for him, but it pisses me off about all the time wasted here. You know, yes, and you look at all the opportunities that we had, and we were just never able to put a solid team together, like, all the way around. And it, people don't understand that. The Rams are solid on all three phases of the game.
4: Yeah, you, yeah, you can't say no you know, bad on them because I'm going to tell you right now, like they were saying earlier, dude, he goes and wins that game and goes to the Super Bowl, Detroit radio station is going to blow up. We're going to take a brutal brutal beating on the team for a while like you know never had a good quarterback since Lane now you're going to eat this Matthew Stafford if this does happen you Detroit will take a brutal beating and that's not going to be fair to what Campbell and them are trying to build here right but with the old regime I agree with it I believe in this regime here and what they're trying to do. I've seen with my own eyes. And hopefully we got something here. But, hey, congrats to, you know, to to, to Stafford Class Act. Worked on both ends. He could have went to Carolina. Could have got a couple picks, you know, know, maybe the eighth pick this year with Carolina. You know, maybe two picks in the first round. But it didn't work. He went to the the Rams. They sold the farm. So it is what it is. Let's just see what happens. I'm not going to hate on him. You know, I'm wishing him well. But uh, I don't think he'll. If he goes and he does he go on to win it, I would be very surprised if he goes to the Hall of Fame or worse, Detroit Lions. I believe it would be a Rams.
0: Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that could be a topic for uh, another show. That could be uh, very polarizing as well. Um, yes. But the last one I got for you. So with the Bills and the Chiefs game, how it ended um with the overtime rules in place now a lot could be said about the defense that was played in a lot of these games do you feel like maybe even just for the playoffs that there's something the NFL could do to the overtime to enhance it make it better give both teams a shot what are your thoughts
4: uh yeah I mean you know um Thinking this one, that damn C-Rebel, C-Rebel, Dan C Rebel, C Rebel, Dan. I would say, you know, I don't like ties. Right. You know, it, it, even during the season, I, I, I don't think there should have been a slobber knocker going each way.
0: Slobber knocker.
4: Yeah. Put it on the 10 yard line. Even if you want to go on the 15, you got four downs to score. If you don't score, we give it over to the opponent. OK, uh, you know, you got your you've got uh, you keep going till somebody scores. No field goals. Uh-uh. We're going to grind it out. OK, um, until we have a clear winner. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like um, like how they do with hockey, you know, sudden death. They shoot on the goalie one on one. You do yours, they do theirs. You go back and forth till there's a, an, a, an uneven number. That's the winner. You know what I'm saying?
0: Okay. I, I,
4: I would think – I like that.
0: What are your thoughts about uh, playing the whole other quarter and seeing what happens and then say it's a tie again, then you just go to sudden death?
4: <laughs> um, I like that as well too. But, like, I, I would say uh, uh, broadcast commitments, uh, time frames. Right. Uh, and that may be coming to play where uh, – they have an issue there, you know. We've had such and such a time here. Um, but if that could be done, yeah, that'd be cool too, you know, and then you come up with something. Um, I get the old, you know, the flipping of the cords, 50, but it's just its too far long gone. You know what I mean? It's time to, you know, you're trying to switch other things. You took away the kick game return. You know what I mean? Now not go with something like this.
0: Yeah, and, make it a little um, bit more exciting.
4: Yes, and I, I think that will bring that, you know what I mean? that would bring more excitement. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, I really wish to also, I wish the commissioner and the, the head referees and everything, they really need to get together, decide on what they want to do with these calls that some of these guys make. Because I just feel like some, you know, you could have a team rub somebody the wrong way. And the next thing you know, it, it's flag happy. You know what I mean? Right. And I just think that, some of these guys need to be held accountable. Some of these referees, okay? I know they're not perfect. I get that. But come on, man. Somebody else has got to be able to come and say, hey, wait a minute. I got to call this off, man. You know what I mean? What you've seen, I, too, you know, can't call that. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just going with it and, and it's just sometimes it's, it's it's overwhelming. You wonder why. You have to protect these players because it's all about money now. Yeah. You know? And uh, because you don't like the way somebody says something, you go, that, that's, that's a bitch to me. You know what I'm saying? No, I feel You're you. not God. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, I think they're definitely going to go over it, and um, we'll see if there's any changes for the upcoming season. So let's get to the picks, Hollywood. You are officially locked with me in third place. We got young Drew, my youngest brother, who's 9-1. and one. We got Mateo, who's 8-2. and two. Yeah. Me oh, and you God. both at seven and three, and then my, my buddy Andrew, who's got a long way to go at three and seven. Damn you, damn, <laughs> damn. you. Damn you. <laughs> so let's start with uh, Joey Goatboy Burrow headed to Arrowhead to play Mahomes and company, man. Who do you got?
4: Oh, man, God. You know, I, I see two different phases here. Um, I could see Joey going in there and get an upset, I just think it's too early for him. <clears throat> after seeing Mahomes, what he did last night, that kid has took football as a quarterback to a whole nother level. And I really like Cincinnati. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm probably going to kick myself in the ass. I'm going to go with Mahomes because of the experience. But I think it's going to be a hell of a game.
0: I think so too. I think um, it'll definitely be a close game.
4: Yes, but that damn Mahomes and and that Hill, God, I, I never was big on Hill. Like, I love this guy. And to watch their tight end, Kelsey, oh, my God, dude. And, and picking up McKinnon from Washington, that number one, dude, he's laying guys out when he hits them, running the ball, laying them out.
0: Oh, for sure. They're playing with the physicality. Oh you notice that?
4: Yeah, yes, dude. Man, did they pick that run game up with him, man. Unbelievable. I'm going to go with Kansas City. I'm well, going to go, but you know what? Cincinnati, you are in the right direction, though. I'll tell you that right now.
0: Yeah, I think they're the next you know, up-and-coming team in the AFC. So the Bills yeah. got to get it together and make moves to stay up top because that team's going to be around for the foreseeable future for sure. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so you got KFC going to the Super Bowl. Let's move over to the NFC. We got the San Francisco 49ers who, as of late, have been the Rams' kryptonite going to L.A. to play the Rams. Um, Matt Stafford versus Jimmy G. Good defenses, you know, uh, great coaches. A lot of good players, man. This this is going to be a showdown. Um, curious to get your thoughts and your pick, man.
4: I want to see Stafford do well, man. I want to see him go. Just, just uh not to kick a first winner down, but to let Detroit know, you, you know, come on. All that money and everything, and you just couldn't get it down around this guy, It's horrible. I'm going to go with the 49ers, though. Wow. And not because they've owned them. I'm going to go with them just because of the fact, I think, they watched a little bit of video of this game, of, of how the collapse towards the end. Um, And that Debo. That Deebo, man, is he something else, boy. And and their run game. I mean, they got three different running backs. And, and I think if Garoppolo can at least give me 225 yards in the air, I can, I, I think he can, he can, he could do it. I think that the 49ers can do the, they have that that thing where, you know, it doesn't matter where they play, you just have that, Every time you play them, you, you run in that game. And they've had that with New Orleans, the same thing. You know what I mean? Right. They just play them, and, and for some reason, they they could be down 14, and they find they come back, and they just, it, it's never enough for them. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's going to be a good game, but I think San Francisco is going to pull it out in the end to possibly take it all. If they get
0: past the Rams, wow, that would be it. Would be interesting to see the Chiefs and the Forty ers go at it again because I thought it was a pretty good game the last time. uh um, yes. you know, Chiefs obviously ended up going up. Uh, they they controlled that game. They're up by eleven. I think Frisco had some injuries in that game, but man, I told you, man, when they were three and five, I said look out for this team and shit. Look, here we are. You know, they're in the NFC Championship game, just like that. You said
4: San Francisco's defense is sick, man.
0: They are. Yeah, they got talent everywhere, man. That's why I'm I'm really not surprised that they're here. Um No. Yeah, it's gonna be a showdown, man. I'm really excited for that one. Uh it's With it's Boston gonna be a great and, game. And,
4: man, I mean and I think someone else is coming back.
0: Uh it's gonna come down to the offense. What what O line can, can hold up? Because you see what what the Rams did to Brady and them. I mean Oh yeah,
4: that was uh I've never seen Brady under so much pressure. None. I've never seen that, and he was under pressure. I think he got sick like seven times, didn't
0: he? Oh, those tackles were getting their ass kicked all game long. And then would... the one
4: tackle, he's got the injury. Who kept relying on that one foot? That was sad, dude.
0: Oh yeah, he, he was gutting it out, man. But he was a one-legged man against you know one of the best yes, defensive yeah. linemen in the league. That's just not yeah. going to happen.
2: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: So wow. it's going to be crazy, it's, man.
4: Yeah, it's going to be. It's, uh, probably another field goal. A field goal is going to be decided. If touchdown or field goal in that range, you know, could even be six, you know. But uh, yeah, 49ers are the real deal, too. They find a way. And if Kettle can get hot, too, along with Debo and them and their receiver, uh, they got the defense, man, and them special teams. Special teams. So it's going to be one hell of a game
0: though yeah absolutely man well Hollywood thanks for joining I got one more call to make and then I'm going to wrap it up for the night so good luck on your picks man I'm sure we'll be talking soon uh, episode 39 going to be coming out this week so uh, appreciate your time man
4: you got it brother
0: alright do be good we'll talk soon
4: peace
0: alright ladies and gentlemen that was Hollywood All right, we're going to get our boy Joe Hoff on the line here, get his thoughts and opinions. Hello? What's up, Joey? Welcome to the Fives of the Week podcast, buddy. What's up, brother? How you doing? How you doing?
5: I'm doing good, man, except for Stafford.
0: Oh, I know you're so tickled about it, aren't you?
5: He's, he's ruining my uh, he's ruining my life,
0: man. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> well, real quick, I got a few questions. I call it the Phillies Fives. I usually bust these out. Um, so I just want to get your take on these. You know, I'm going to say it. You elaborate. Tell me how you really feel. I got everybody so far. So right mm-hmm. now, is Joe Burrow a top five quarterback in the league?
5: I, I think he's right there. He's right on the... Uh... Right on the teeter totter, man. He's uh, to me, you know. I was watching him, uh, you know, in the playoff game. Doesn't doesn't have the greatest arm, but he he's accurate where he places the ball. You know, he's just just, uh, like I said, he scopes over the whole field, and he gets it to the right. But you know, his reads seem to always be right. I think he's top five um, right now. I, I I I wouldn't be be surprised. I told you last week that they go into KC and they win it, and they advance to the Super Bowl. I just didn't think the guy's that gifted. He reminds me. I'll be honest with you. He reminds me. The more I watch him, like a Joe Montana.
0: Wow, it's high now, praise, Joe Montana,
5: man. Joe Montana had a great arm, and uh, but he's very intelligent on reading defenses and you know getting to the right. You know the right receiver at the right times, right? And, uh, you know they say he doesn't have a you know an arm like you know Rogers or Stanford, uh, but he's uh, he's got he's got enough on it. You know he, if you look at look at how the, uh, throw, they throw, like say he's very similar to Montana.
0: All right, and to clarify, you did have Cincinnati this week, right? I know I screwed that up.
5: Yes, sir.
0: Okay. All right. So moving on, number two. Did Rodgers play his final game in Green Bay?
5: <sighs> you know, la- last year I thought he did. You know, they came back and had a great year this year, but to get, to get uh, knocked out of the playoffs like that, you know, Green Bay has always been a um, – you know, everybody always wants to win and rave about receivers they had. You know, go back, you know, real quick to Brett Favre when he was there. You know, these receivers, man, uh, you know, they've gone other places, thought they were better than what they were. You know, I remember uh, Freeman, um, and uh, you've you seen, you know, later on, you've seen uh, Jennings go, and they just didn't do the stuff that they did with Green Bay. You know, I, I think the quarterback just, you know, they carried those teams, you know, throughout. Green Bay was never, besides signing Reggie White, Green Bay was never a team that was going to pay multiple players a lot of money. Yeah,
0: you know? they let a lot of people go.
5: Yeah, they were going to build around their quarterback, and that's what they did with you know through the draft, and they never had superstar you know talent. I mean Adams, you know uh, what Adams and Rogers have done. It's been pretty special, but you know if Adams goes to another team, is he is he still a superstar? I think I think so. You know, but um,
0: Adams, yeah, him, I think he's one of the better receivers in the league for sure.
5: He, he runs great, good routes. I you know, he, and he, like I said, he can go and beat the ball. But it's like I've seen it before, though, Mike, um, these receivers leave and they're just not the same talent. Maybe it's because, you know, the, the other teams don't have a quarterback, but I remember uh, Minnesota had a you know pretty good quarterback when Jennings went there and he didn't do nothing. And I remember Freeman going to um, uh, uh, Eagles during the Brett Favre days, didn't do nothing. And remember Brooks going during the Brett Favre days, didn't do nothing. You know, I think these quarterbacks really made them.
0: So with all that's going on in Green Bay, do you think this is it, though? Like, enough is enough? I, it's time I, to part ways?
5: I think it is. I think you're going to see Rodgers and uh, and Gunn, and uh, I think you're going to see them uh, rebuild through their uh, through love.
0: We know what's good about that. It opens the gates for the Lions to rebuild quickly and move up to the, uh, the division standings. Yeah. So that's, that's a plus. Um, all right, so number three, Tom Brady, does he retire?
5: i don't think he's gonna go out like that you know if he had a horrible game i'd say yes i mean this guy's done it with like like we talked about last week with guys on the guys out of this out of the stands at the cop at the donut shop down the street You're right I mean, nobody wants to look at who they lost in the season antonio brown uh godwin i mean those are two stud receivers man and I don't care, you know, Gronk's not Gronk. He's not what he used to be. I mean, he's still good, but he just, uh, you know, he's kind of like what we have here in Detroit, right? You lose your top receivers, and you just can't go to Gronk. They'll double down on them. You know, they'll beat him up on the line a little bit. He's just not going to get that separation. Right. You know? And uh, and he doesn't have blazing speed, but that's kind of what happened to, uh, you know, Hawkinson, you know, here. But... I think Brady's going to come back. I, I don't think he's going to go out like this. I think, uh, you know, they'll go out and get a receiver for him. You know, he still can play, man. He could he can play three, four more years. The type of ball he plays is almost like flag football. You know, he just didn't have that receiver to come across the middle. of the You know, you know, how many times did we see him try to go down the field? Nobody was in the middle of the field because they don't, you know, Evans is not that guy, you know, that was, that was God. Doing. And, uh, and, uh, you know, Brown, you know,
0: it's... Well, I thought I thought they could have done that a little bit more, though, because you remember when uh, Mike Evans finally beat uh, Jalen Ramsey because they they shifted the defense over to Scotty Miller's side because he was getting the, all the underneath stuff, like you're saying, yeah. and finally got a shot, and Brady threw a dime. I mean, granted, I think maybe wise because they, they weren't... Those tackles were getting their butts kicked all game long by, you know, Von Miller and Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd, and yeah. Brady was getting his butt kicked, too, so... Maybe that's why they didn't do that more. But I felt like, man, just get the ball downfield a little bit more. But, again, he almost came back and did it. I feel like the Rams did everything, not Matt Stafford, by the way, but Cam Akers. I mean, geez, two fumbles. Cooper Cup fumbles the ball. Then you got an NFL kicker, Matt Gay, going to the Pro Bowl, and he's coming up short at 47 from 47. That's crazy.
5: Well, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you one note about Stafford nobody wants to uh, talk about. That snap, that was Stafford's fault. That was not the centers. If you looked at the replay on it, I looked at it four or five times. That line all moved. They all went at the snap. And one of them, and uh, you know, but Stafford played great. You know, but you know, he almost lost the ball there too to give it back to him. And uh, you know, I, like I said, he's, as much as I want to see him fail because of you know, you know, but uh, like I said, he's uh, he's he's keeping in there. But he's got a tough task, man. He's gonna play the Niners, which,
0: uh, that's the kryptonite, man.
5: Yeah. Sean McVay hasn't had much success against them. And I, I think the Niners defense I talked about last week, I think the Niners uh, are playing the best defense in the NFL, you know, and with Bosa and another week for Bosa, they get even more healthier because that concussion. Uh, I just think they fly around, man. You know, they just, uh, they play really good team defense
0: and, uh, they yeah, do. That defense is scary. But i got to ask you, I've been waiting to ask you this. Well, I th- we kind of talked about it last week, so it's not me. a big surprise, but I asked everybody this. I think you told me that Stafford wouldn't be elite until he wins the championship, which I totally respect. Yeah. So I, you, so I, for you know, now, you're going to say no, correct?
5: You no, know, I'm not going to – Stafford's a good quarterback. He was a good quarterback here. You know, I never, never knocked a guy. I just said in big games he just went – Event. look at what happened. I know it's not as well. You bring up the turnovers. But uh they were up twenty twenty on like twenty what was it three at halftime? You know, they didn't score much after that. You know, you know, he got that, you know, late field goal, or whatever, you know, to win the game. But uh, you know, he was he's been known for that. But like I said, he uh he came through huge at the end and you know, I'll tell you what, that might go down to be one of his dumbest defensive coaching calls ever. A full on Blitz when you got 13 seconds left to keep the ball in front of you and you're gonna blitz every you know, what, what would you do there? You're playing for over there, you're not playing to get the ball back. Yeah, you know, you got a tight game and uh, but Stafford made him pay for it, and that, that was another one of my bitches about Stafford. You know, he couldn't make teams pay when they blitzed, and he made them pay.
0: Yeah, and that's one thing I think you know, early in his career he didn't do a great job of was looking guys off. And he did a good job. He looked left, came back right, and Cooper Cup got behind the safety. Um, yeah, and Todd Bowles, let's face it, man, he's he's in the driver's seat for a head coaching job. I just think he, he picked the wrong defense on that play, and uh, Stafford definitely caught him. Um, yeah, there's a few mistakes there. You know, miscommunication, I think that that kind of on the snap like you're talking about, that could have been deadly, you know, and it, it played a role. But, uh, yeah, I mean you – know, that that's, you know, The Bucks are not no scrubs either. I mean, that's that's still a good no, defense yeah. over there.
5: Oh, yeah. No, like you said, you know, he uh, he, I, he might give some shout out to McVeigh. Maybe he's, you know, got in Stafford's head a little bit about, you know, hey, listen, you got to do a better job at reading the blitz, you know. I mean, you know, because I honestly seen him, you know, Stafford puts a few times this year, and he's made teams pay for it finally.
0: Yeah.
5: Where in the past he hasn't, you know. And, uh, you know, he's is a good coach. He, you know, he does do a pretty good job calling, calling the game. Yeah. You know, for the uh, most part. But, uh, you know, like I said, it's uh, – is Stafford elite? No, not yet. Is one Super Bowl going to make him elite? I don't think so. Because, that, you know, you've got to remember, the Rams went to a Super Bowl without Stafford McCoff. And they are a loaded team. You know, but I will give him, you know – He's really, you know, hey, he's turned the corner with, uh, uh, you know, playing playing big games because, right, like I said, he's uh, he's put up some good stats during his playoffs so far.
0: Yeah, well, I think, you know, when it comes to building teams too, I think, you know, obviously the Rams sold the farm to do it and, you know, got rid of a ton of draft capital. But, you know, I think that's the uh, that's the aim, right? It's, you're designed to put studs at each level of the defense and offense and you put them all together, I mean, He's actually making Odell Beckham a better player. I feel like you know Cooper Cup. This is the best year of his or best, uh, yeah, career career year, breaking records and everything else. So sometimes it's the right you know, mix he, of players too.
5: You know, Cup. Uh, he, he, you know, I was talking to somebody about this. You know, he, he's, you know, he he's a four seven guy. He's in the mid four sixes. You know, that that was when he came out of college. So I would say probably right now he's about a 4'7 guy. He, if you look at him, not real blazing fast. He's quick, he's nifty.
3: Yeah. You
5: know, he just he knows how to use everything. Yep. And uh, like when he ran by that guy, I'm like, How can you be flat footed? This guy is all over the field, he's been catching balls wide open, you know. Uh, how can you not be worried about him in that, in that stance than then to see him just run right by you yeah, because you're flat footed, you ain't prepared for it. And uh, I feel bad for that cornerback. He just uh, he got left out of no man's land for the safety. Yeah. And, uh, well, he said, you know, Stafford has, I'll give it to him, he's, he's pretty good through the playoffs so far. And, you know, I thought that loss against the 49ers uh, right before the playoffs began was, that's the Stafford we got, you know, we, we've lived with in Detroit. You know, they got lucky enough that Arizona, you know, lost their game and they won the division, but uh, you know, like I said, he's uh, won some games on the road. You know, our one game on the road here in the playoffs, and that's, that's big if you can win on, uh, on the road. And now look, they got, it turned out in their favor. Now they got home field for the uh, NFC Championship. So it kind of worked out for them.
0: Yep, so we'll see what happens. So my last one, uh, overtime. I'm sure you watched the Bills and the Chiefs last night. Great football game. Not great defense towards the end, but a lot of people are talking about the overtime rules, in particularly – uh, the playoffs. Do you think there should be any changes there? Do you think it's just s- stay the same and put a premium on defense? Or what's your thoughts?
5: I never liked it uh, to say, okay, well, you go down and score a touchdown, ball game's over. Because to me, that's, you know, you know you're know, you playing it with a coin flip. I never liked that. You know, even the old rule, you know, whoever scores first, you know, to me, the way it should be, you know, you can even shrink the quarter down a little bit, you know, maybe go to 10 minutes, whatever. You should play a full quarter.
0: Yeah, I agree with that's that. What,
5: that's what it should come down to. I think that's the best way to doing it. This ain't hockey. You know, this ain't, uh, you know, like look at basketball. They play, They play. A, you know, what, a five minute quarter? Yeah. Whatever it is in college. I don't know if they play in the NBA, but I think it's similar. But I think you just play a 10 minute quarter and, uh, you, know, let, you know, I don't even like, okay, you get to bump to 25, you get the ball to bump 25. It is. That's a different kind of mindset, you know. Some teams are made for that. Some teams are not. Sure. Play a full quarter, you
0: know. Yeah, I like or, that. You know, I like that too. I would play a full quarter. and Then if it's a tie after that, then go to sudden death. You know what I mean? Because obviously yeah. you got to keep safety as a premium as well, and you don't want yeah. the guys playing another half a game. But yeah, the way the way it is now, I, I don't really care for it. And it was a great football game, regardless. But I'm with you, man. It just sucks that Josh Allen and the Bills play a game like that. And then their defense, which is number one overall, lets them down at the end. So I guess that's part of it, too. But to keep some, I don't know, it was just, it's just the the wind out of the sails type deal. You know what I'm saying? Like there was a lot more left, I think, for the Bills to do.
5: It's a, it's a shame. Like you said, it was one on a, on a coin flip. And, you know, because whoever got the ball first seemed like they were going to score right. 'Cause the way they were moving. Yeah. You know, both teams and, and this just like you said, it just uh it's unfortunate. it's, a, it's the rule we have. Like you said, you know, look look at hockey. Go back to hockey. You know, they play full sun death, they'll play three you know, I get safety's a factor, but at the end of the day in the playoffs, that's what it is. Regular season, keep it, you know. You know what, regular season, don't even go to overtime. Which is a tie, it ends in a tie. Big deal. Yeah. You know. And uh, that, that you know, but when you get the playoffs, yeah, you're gonna have to man up. You have to, uh, you know, play another quarter. They do the hockey, and hockey's just tough as sport. You know, tough as a sport. you know, as as the NFL, maybe not as tough, but they they take a pounding. It's pretty brutal on their bodies too. So yeah, but um, yeah, I think it's hopefully it gets looked at. I, I think it needs to be changed. And uh, I never I never like you know, you know, it's, it's the same thing. You know, the way the rule used to be, you get the ball first, go down, kick the field, game's over. I mean, it just—it's—it's it's a stupid rule. I—I kind of like the way college had it, not—not not how they have it now, but how they used to have it. But uh, I just would rather, when you get the you know playoff atmosphere, playoff you know football, and you know just uh, let them play a you know a ten-minute quarter, yeah, you know, shrink it down a little bit and let them go.
0: Yeah, I'm with so. you. So let's go over your picks from last week. So you had Cincinnati, Green Bay, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Tampa Bay, and KC, correct? Yep. Okay, so you went two and two. So I, I
5: think I might have took Buffalo. Did I take Buffalo?
0: Well, I'm going to have to fact check because I seem to be wrong on these. You did join us late, you know, so we're adding you in. But uh, yeah, You any, know what? I
5: think it's okay, I
0: took okay, KC. I'll go back and, and listen, but you still got a chance to not finish last, even missing the entire wild card round. So that's <laughs> so oh, wow. a good thing. So here, <laughs> here you go. Who do you got? Joey, go boy, going in to play Mahomes and company in KC. I
5: got Kansas City.
0: KC? Think?
5: Yeah, I didn't see that offense is clicking now. They figured it out. And uh, they're going to be tough to beat up at Arrowhead. Uh, I think it's going to be a real close one. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Cincinnati win. But uh, I think it's uh, – I think uh, Kansas City, especially going against that, like you said, that, that, that good defense over – you know, it's Buffalo. I mean. Kind of took it to them, yeah. Especially there at the end, I think they're just going to get better from there. So I really think Kansas City now they they figured it out because they were inconsistent through the whole year. You know, you didn't know what team you were going to get. So
0: sure, it should be a good them. one though. Yeah. Um. All right. So NFC, Frisco going to LA, which might be an away game for the Rams, depending on how many tickets they give 49ers fans. Who do you got? Yeah.
5: Did Did, did you hear about that? Yeah, I you guess know, they're, 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 they're stopping it. you, you got to show proof of ID and everything else. If you live outside that city, you're not getting tickets. They're going to give you a refund.
0: Yeah, they're geo geolocking it. it, it's called. Yeah, it's, so,
5: uh, that's crazy. But it was like a home field for them a couple of weeks ago. But uh, I just think the 49ers, uh, they're playing pretty good football on offense. They're you know, not making mistakes to cost them. And it seems like anytime you want to count Jimmy G out, man, he just figures a way to move the ball. You know, and you know get those uh, guys to make plays. You know, and I like Samuel a lot. Tell you that on offense, but uh, I think the difference is going to be that defense. I just think the 49ers defense—they just they fly around and hit you, man. You don't you don't get uh you don't get big big plays against them. And you know they got guys that will. I don't think they got guys on defense that are not going to make the same mistakes uh, the Buccaneers made. Because I mean, I never seen so many open receivers in my life in a playoff game. But I think uh, think the 49ers uh, will you know sound defense, and I think they're going to pull it out. I I think that's the key,
0: too, though, right? Like, good defense, the way they run the ball with Mitchell and those guys. Like, if they can keep Stafford on the bench and get him out of his rhythm a little bit, and then if he starts forcing stuff, I think that's their key to success. That's how they can beat the Rams.
5: Well, it just seemed like even the the last – you know, every time they play the Niners, it just seemed like, you know – they're not getting that, you know, those open looks, you know, like, it seems like every game I watched, uh, you know, Stanford, you know, it's like, man, it just seemed like all the defenses were breaking down, but they hit a lot of weapons, they have a lot of weapons on offense, but it just seems like when they play the Niners, it's just a different kind of game.
0: Well, yeah, and if they're it's stopping the run and then, you know, the play-action pass isn't as effective because, you know, McVay loves to do that, likes to boot the opposite way. So if they're, you know, make them one-dimensional and he's just dropping back, then everything's contested at that point. You know, and they're getting a good pass rush. I mean, could definitely make it hard. And I was telling Hollywood right before you came on, man, uh, they were three and five. Everybody counted them out, and here they are. I'm not surprised, man. I knew they had a good team, and um, you know, I wouldn't be totally surprised if they beat LA.
5: They remind me. I'll tell you right now, they remind me of the Buccaneers. You know, when Lynch was there. You know, and he's kind of putting that same, even though they're part of their coach, but. I think that GM is, you know, Lynch is like kinda of sucked that him. you know, they that that, uh carried a swagger around. The yeah. Bucks, they they just they're gritty, man.
0: You oh know, yeah. Bucks were like that too. Oh, you know, Sap and uh, yeah, Derek Brooks and uh Ronde Barber and John Lynch and all those guys.
5: Yeah, they just uh this defense they don't have the big big names like uh the Bucks had. You know, I got Bosa, you know, but they they just seem to play together as a group, man. And uh, I really do. I I like the way they uh I said, you know, before, I didn't think, I didn't think they had a pretty good in there to, you know, shut Rodgers down, what, to no touchdowns.
0: Yeah, that was unbelievable. I mean, there, there
5: was, I mean, you're talking about the MVP here. I mean, he should still win the MVP. Uh, but like I said, it's, uh, they're, they're going to get their uh, chance with Stafford. I think, uh, look at, look at the heat they need on him. So, and will Stafford make those mistakes? You know, like I said, from what we've seen last week, you know, Stanford made people, you know, I see for the first time in a while, making people pay, you know, blitzing them. And that's what the good ones do, like Brady and them. But I'm going to give some prop and uh, some props there. And the, like I said, he, uh, you know, but it's all, hey, they sold the farm, man, for the season. It's 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 a Super Bowl or it's a bust. They, you know, McVay said that, but I don't think they get by the Niners. I don't. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I see it maybe, honestly, Maybe even seventeen thirteen Niners.
0: Okay. I'll see
5: this as a shootout at all. I th- I, you know, I, I think I think uh, the Rams are going to try to you know play some power football. They're going to they're going to try to get the run going early.
0: Yeah, I can. I'm with you on that. I think it's definitely going to be a lot more lower scoring than what we've seen this weekend because it's to go to the Super Bowl, right? So they usually play a little bit tighter. It's going to come down to the, you know last couple possessions, but seventeen thirteen twenty seventeen type type game. I could totally see that.
5: But then again, every time we think they're right, it's a <laughs> yeah. <shootout.
0: laughs> yeah. And then Buffalo goes and puts 47 on the Pats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: So you know you, you every I, I've been wrong on that before, man. It's gonna be a low scoring affair, and it's it's a shootout, man. So wait, man. I uh,
0: always appreciate you calling in, dude. Appreciate your insight, man. Um, yeah, I got a good show here. This should be out uh, by tomorrow morning, brother. So uh, again, appreciate it. Guys, Thank man, you.
5: Man, you guys, uh, you guys are doing a good thing, man. So it sounds like uh, I've been watching you know, but some of the episodes, man. It's, uh, you guys are doing a good job. It's awesome.
0: No, I appreciate it. Thank you for the support, brother.
5: Okay. All right, bro. All
0: right, Joey. Be good, man. Take care. Okay.
5: You too. Bye.
0: Shit. Well, folks, that about does it for me. It was your boy, Philly. It had Andrew, Young Drew, Mateo, Hollywood, and our boy, Joe Hoff. Uh, you can catch us on part two. I'm going to call in the Grandmaster B, and uh, we'll get our picks in. You, you, probably, you guys probably figured out you know who, I, who I'm going with. But uh, at the end of the day, it's all for fun. Again, stay happy, stay healthy. Love you all. Be good. Don't forget to hit us at 5s of the Week podcast at gmail.com, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Peace.